and welcome to That Tech Pod, where we discuss all things e-discovery, data privacy, cybersecurity, and tech innovations. I'm Gabby Schulte, and to be honest with you, I don't know that much about technology. And I'm Laura Milstein, and I know, you know, at least a little bit more about technology. Yeah, you wish. Just kidding. That's why (laughs) each week we're talking to heavy hitters in the industry to help us break down these topics. So today, Laura, who are we talking to? Today we're talking to Kelby Belena. Kelby has been working in the legal field for the past 20 years and currently works as an international arbitration practice manager at Allen & Overy. Kelby is revamping the tech innovation at the company, and that's exactly what we're here to talk to him about today. Kelby, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I think we want to just kind of jump in. Um, We know that you have so much experience, but tell us, how does one, you know, revamp? How does one um, kind of restyle, redesign tech innovation at a legal company? That's a great question. Uh, with uh, lawyers, they're very hesitant when it comes to the technology. Uh, some will grasp it, but there are a lot of um, older folk, older partners in the in the field, and they're very used to a kind of how things have been. Wiser, done. we'll say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been doing things (laughs) the same way for the last 20 years or so. And uh, with new technology also comes new challenges and, 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 and also great new opportunities. And that's one of the things I was excited about joining Allen and Overy is the uh, opportunity to actually, um, explore these things, explore new tech. Um, and, and for, for example, a lot of the tech that, that's out there isn't always customized, isn't always user friendly for somebody who may be a little bit hesitant about using technology. Yeah. So, Kelby, um, you left Arnold and Porter to come over to Allen and Overy, which was a big change. And I know in doing that, you really want to change tech innovation at a new firm. So what new tech innovation are you hoping to implement specifically at Allen and Overy? And how can other companies sort of jump in and, and join on the on the innovation train? Well, this is a really big challenge. Uh, we've been for a very long time, uh, at least in, in, in many of the legal industries, big law firms, been writing as if we've been still kind of writing in a typewriter. Text is it's just kind of really boring. And we haven't been using modern technology to really bring a brief, a statement, any, anything to life. Um, um, what I mean is I, I can have uh, visual graphics within a document pop out. I can have, um, when I'm explaining, Explaining something as complicated as a as a as a map, as um, a borderline, um, any kind of disputes. Uh, a lot of times, we'll, we'll insert a picture that that's like a Google Earth image. But that's not the best way or, or not the only way of, of doing things. Um, you can actually have a drone fly around and do a video. Um, you can have uh, mapping of uh, elevations and such, whatever the topic is. Um, so there's a lot of ways of doing something that we haven't really gotten a great grasp of, of bringing into the legal field. And that's because we've been doing things the same way for a very long time. So, Kelby, are you saying that Allen and Overy is going to start having drones doing all of their, it's going to be the new thing at the firm, we send our drones to do all of the OCRing, the drones come no, and scan. <laughs> That's what I think the innovation part comes in is is tailoring the technology to the case, making sure that we're using the best technology for that case. Again, that my, my example is, is basically if we're talking about 
um, maybe a land dispute. But if we could talk uh, be talking about something else, um, there is other technology out there. One of the things that really kind of popped out during the pandemic and before the pandemic, actually, that I was exploring was the idea of having somebody uh, internationally. Uh, we, we have these massive international cases where we don't see the witness for maybe two or three years because of um, they're just all over the, the world. And how do I prepare this person for the witness stand? And then I was exploring like VR technology. Um, virtual reality technology and say, well, could I map an entire courtroom on a VR headset so that they could get comfortable with what this is going to look like because they're walking into a, a room for the first time, don't know anybody. Can I make that room a little bit more comfortable and pra- probably practice how um, they're, they're going to um, be cross-examined. Um, so there's all sorts of technology out there that we're not really tying in and that is actually my job now. Um, I am going to try to bring in all any, anything from uh, drones, uh, VR, to how we write, to how we communicate and during the pandemic uh, something like Zoom um, became a huge um a part of our, our, our daily life. Um, and, and so I, I propose I, I want to work with the attorneys that I work with so that there's more of a human element in the technology. It's not just a webcam and a laptop. Let's make sure that their rooms look nice. Let's make sure the lighting is great because when you're talking to a client and all I'm doing is staring at their cat or a window or something, it's just not going to work. It's not going to feel like I want to have a nice uh, conversation with them. I like that when you said that, Kelby, Gabby immediately turned around and looked for her dog. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> She's around here somewhere. <laughs> um, well, no, that's really interesting. And because, you know, in talking with some people more on the legal side, they express a frustration during this time uh, of, of having to quarantine and having to be remote of not being in person and not being not uh, getting that kind of connection that they would feel being able to gauge whether someone's sort of telling the truth, whether they're telling uh, everything that they need to know about the case. So how do you deal with, you know, being someone on the technology side, how do you deal with um, people on the legal end of things that are hesitant, because you said, you know, you're working with people who are a little bit um, tech hesitant. How do you get them a little bit more comfortable? And can you just explain, you know, a little bit further about, you know, working some 20 years experience? How has your role changed over the years? Well, the, the one thing that hasn't changed is, is how much I observe. And I think that has helped me a lot over the years, over over 20 years, um, observing how, how people just um, are with, with people. And I think that that's actually a really valid point that I, I don't get to feel like I'm in the room with someone. But we can also change that. We can do a little bit better when it comes to our technology. Make the technology work for you, not you working around this, you know, if, if one platform doesn't work for you or, or, or the person on the other side, find something else. Um, upgrade your technology. Upgrade your microphones. Uh, one thing that we did find is if you're speaking into a webcam for a while and it's it, it, it just sounds bad, uh, people start to tune out. And that happens a lot in classrooms and, um, and, and really bad webinars. Uh, people start to tune out because they don't have the right speakers. They don't have the right microphone. But if you have a good microphone that sounds natural, that sounds like you're, you're being talked to in a room, you start to forget that you're, you're – 
and, and I think that's actually one of the reasons why podcasts just exploded during the pandemic because people want to like just listen to to, to more voices they don't want to just see another YouTube video on something um, so so those those are things that can be a challenge um, also making sure that the webcam is just placed just right so it looks like I'm looking at you like we're having this one-on-one conversation not like the webcams way on the side and all I see is your ear on one side like these are all little things that we've decided uh, you know by observing how people act um, let's use this technology let's place it the right way and let's have a, a real one-to-one conversation so so then I can tell are you lying <laughs> or are you not or is this the best deal for you or is, uh, whatever it is um, just by those tweaks just by working with the people that I do we can make our jobs a little bit easier I will say and I think all of our listeners should know right now that Gabby and I are currently looking at Kelby and he has a professional mic set up his background it, like it's we a great setup. it is a, it's great a great setup, setup. he's Better wearing a ours. suit right now and it looks like very fresh like he is ready to go he could be his own podcast host yeah Gabby and I am like oh, we are not <laughs> set up that way but he is so he's running the podcast today that tech pod brought to you by Kelby Elena. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and it's it's um it, it it is a great compliment to, to hear, but also one of the the bad habits that I created um, early on is I was part of that uh, group that decided, oh, I'm gonna do these these uh these meetings in in my sweats and my t-shirt or something like that. But I realized, um, how does that uh, make the other person on the other side feel any any more important? And that's when we realized, well, we should still try to bring back again i keep saying this the human element in technology don't i just just because it's we're just one-on-one on the other side doesn't mean that i can't be a little bit more presentable to you mm-hmm. on the other side and i can't just push that that hey you are special on the other side this is why we're having this conversation otherwise um, why do you need to talk to me um, i think words. that's a really really important during this time Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And I think it does kind of tying into a lot of the things that I think people are scared of in the industry. You have this weird concept between AI saying, hey, we're going to save you time. We're going to do all of this. And at the same time, then you have the lawyers who want to be able to charge for billable hours. And it's always shuffling that line where if the AI is saving you time, then as an associate, you're thinking, oh, I can't bill as many hours. Is my partner able to bill? Is that going to get in the way of me becoming partner and it kind of gives people that scare factor of will technology take over and there will never be a need because I mean you look at you know few years back when paralegals were doing all of this shifting through just document after document and they're sifting through there trying to figure out what's needed for the case and now everything is really e-discovery you're doing it all online you're in a platform you're reviewing the documents but what I think people forget is even though adding in the component of a platform adding in the AI to it you may be saving some time and you may be having some machine learning process behind saying oh ping here's the thing but there's still a person on the other end that's still shifting through those documents. They're still sitting there sifting document after document. They're just doing it online in a more manageable way for themselves. So when their eyes get tired, it's helpful to have a machine like, did you see this? But it's still adding that human element. And so 
I do think that's always sort of combining different things. So I want to ask you, you know, what are some of the challenges that you believe in e-discovery and the AI space that, that we're facing right now? And what are some of the possible solutions to those challenges? Well, well Laura, uh, you, 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 you say a mouthful. It, 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 I remember I was there. <laughs> I always do. Thank you for saying it. It is true. I, I remember being in a room with fellow Understatement of the year, by, by, by the way. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Kelby. <laughs> no, no problem. Um, I, I remember being in a room with, with paralegals, and we were literally um, putting little Bates numbers on the pages with these little stickers and labels, and, and we'd have to do it page by page by page and spend hours and hours and hours doing it. And and suddenly a computer could just automatically generate all that. And the first thing I think is like, well, am I going to be out of a job? Well, but no, the industry changes. The technology changes. Once that got, got done, well, someone's going to have to review. And then we got into this point where we're reviewing for, for documents, for relevance, for, um, for, for, for anything about uh, confidentiality. And... These were all things that uh, I think became really helpful in the industry, really important, but also became the, the important the ability to change and and to do other things. So now I can go through, or a computer could possibly go through thousands and thousands of documents at a time to, to find something, but that also frees me up to do something else. And I think that is the the important part of um, uh, being kind of on the forefront of the technology world is and and the legal world is is trying to find out okay what else can i do what what now that this has has solved some problems um what else can i do um and for a lot of attorneys, even paralegals, like terms like predictive coding and um, AI or something, they're still kind of foreign. Um, for So for me, I'm usually trying to communicate between the legal sector, between the tech sector, trying to talk, okay, well, in this aspect, AI is going to be very important because of this. But maybe um, predictive coding is going to be very important. Um, maybe we're going to need to, um, uh, being in a room um, and do an old-fashioned sort of doc review and stuff so it, it really kind of does get tailored to to this to the case but also when I've we've done these things again bringing in the human element um, we can be in a room full of people we're all we're, we got to treat each other as a team we're like okay let's let's do lunch let's bring in Let's put in some music. Let's um, maybe we can do a contest out of this. Something, you know, you know how, how many people can review certain thing, um, uh, certain documents uh, in an hour or something. I don't, I don't know. Whatever it is to just kind of make it a little bit more exciting um, to, to get more of a team element um, and have regular team meetings. So, you know, to have status updates. Um, what has what someone done now? Uh, what remains? What is the technology? Are there any bugs? with the technology also that that always becomes a, a thing because um I, I know that the tech world speaks very highly of a lot of technology but all i have to do is find one error and it uh, automatically i start doubting that system you know and i keep hearing all oh, uh, predictive coding it's like pandora but everybody remembers hearing on pandora like that one song that didn't fit and then automatically it, it, I, I don't trust it anymore yeah 
public trust in Pandora has plummeted <laughs> uh, ever since that one song uh, did not coincide with their playlist. Um, no, that's true. That's a very good point because it's just like anytime something that normally is um, based on an algorithm and something does, doesn't come up and doesn't fit, you subconscious or maybe consciously, subconsciously are like, um, that's not right. And the more times it happens, your, your trust in that system definitely goes down. Um, so I could, you know, amplify that times 10 when you're working on a legal case. Right. Um, so Kelby last, last question for you. Can you tell us, can you give us some insight on sort of the next big things that you think are coming down the pipeline when it comes to tech innovation in the e-discovery realm? Um, you know, and the, it might be something that's already new and exciting that you think is just going to expand or, or anything like that. But what do you think we should be keeping an eye on when it comes to new tech and e-discovery? That's a great question. I, I don't work as much with eDiscovery as I've liked to, um, and speaking to various vendors and, and attorneys, um, there, there's a big, um, a big reason that um, you know eDiscovery is is super huge. It's um, it's, it's very important to collect so many documents and such, but. Sometimes the, the platforms can be not so user friendly. There's all this stuff going on, and and if all I'm trying to do is review this one document, that the database wasn't built for me. Um, it might be built for everybody, so every button is showing and stuff. But it might not be built for somebody who, who and, and by that I mean there are different roles in legal cases. There might be the partner and the, the associate. Everybody's looking at these documents. Everyone's looking for something um, from a different point of view, from the parallel point of view, uh, they, they might be uh, collecting and tagging and doing uh, so, so many things. So I think the the real innovation is to actually simplify um, a lot of these these uh, these platforms so they're easier. Um, I've gone, and hopefully maybe there's a listener out there that can tell me, um, I have looked on through e-discovery platforms and, and the one thing I've, I've always gotten a request about is, can I do this on my iPad? Can I mark up and annotate these things on my, on my iPad? And most of the time they say no, because it hasn't been built that way. It's been built so that someone sits on a computer with two screens and does it this way and and, but not with like a pen and um, kind of in a natural, can I be on my couch, you know, uh, in my summer home? Um, and of course, these kind of questions come from partners. <laughs> it's like, can I just do it this way? And I can look at it and just review and mark up and, and click on a button and tag as opposed to having this, all, all of this um, this stuff. And of course, a lot of it goes around um, the, the tech side. You know, they, we speak different languages, whereas lawyers want convenience. They want to be user friendly. Uh, the, the tech world wants to be very secure and wants to make sure that everything um, is, is in compliance with um, certain policy and stuff. So, so it, um, hopefully there's going to be a nice merge of, of the technology where uh, the innovation is actually to simplify, to make things easier, to, to be uh, usable in, in new technology like iPads. Funny enough, they're not used really much in the legal world. Um, uh, and, and by iPads, I mean like also tablets and 
um, uh, surface tablets and such, um, but but also bringing in other type of uh, innovations. There's also, uh, and again, I bring this stuff because a lot of people don't know about like uh, where you can put on a virtual reality headset and automatically you have five screens to look at in your virtual reality world where you don't have to have it. So I could be on a plane and I could do my doc review with five screens in my virtual world and looking at everything um, that's there. So it's, oh, there's so much possibility. It's really exciting. Um, we just have barely tapped the surface of it. Yeah, Kelby, I think we're going to get there. I have to be honest, if I'm putting on like a virtual headset, and, and I did this pretty recently, actually, I went to a museum, uh, the Van Gogh Museum, and they had this same 3D thing. You put it on, and you're like in this, and it feels real. Like at one point, I was like, oh, I just got a little seasick for a second. Um, but... I think anyone who's putting that on to do doc review, I'm like, Ugh, <laughs> are you a genius or are you really just need to work on yourself? I don't Let's bring in a different point of view. Let's say like we 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 all want to look at a at, at a at a site um, that that's in dispute. Like we want to see like oh here's we where here's where the, the 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 bullet hit the wall or here's where. Um, the, that's what I'll be doing. You have to do it for doc review. For yeah, sure. some, some something like that. Like there's there's again there's uh, depending on the case, depending on of course budgets and such there's all this technology that's out there that really hasn't been used very well for the the legal sector and there's a lot of international huge international cases out there that can possibly use these things um we just haven't really tapped and actually that's what i'm excited i see that happening more and more um with with different hardware different platforms software um there's a lot of softwares out there that that are um that are really really making um a hit, especially during the pandemic, because more more and more people have upgraded their technology at home. Yeah, no more carpal tunnel. You don't have to do the hand bait stamp by your by yourself anymore. Right. Um, well, Kelby, thank you so much for joining us today. We had a great time, and we are really excited that you know for you on your new journey. So sad loss for Arnold and Porter, but congrats to you and uh, the Allen and Overy team for for having you come on. Thank you very much for thank you for having me. It's been great. So Gabby, we just talked to Kelby Belena from Allen and Overy. What are your tech takeaways? So no one could see this, but he really did have an amazing setup and true true to his word um about how bringing like a human element into uh you know technology he had the nice mic he did have the video cam set up so it looked like we were all having like an actual conversation as real as it could feel even though we are all on zoom like every like most people um it was very welcoming. I felt like we were about to have a drink with him. I was like, can you pass <laughs> that? It looks so nice. Which he yeah. had, he had like a little bar cart in the back yeah. of his, um, of his shot. And I was like, Hey, send yeah. it over via snail mail. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I thought it was exactly what he said that he is trying to do at, uh, at Allen and Overy, just really trying to bring a human element into the technology and also just like some of the exciting things coming down the pipeline, like VR. Like I would never have, I would never think to you to be implementing VR for e-discovery. Granted, I am not an e-discovery expert. Not yet, Gabby. Not yet, but, um, you will be. 
that I think that's just very interesting. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, Calby is very unique in the fact that he was at Arnold and Porter, which is a huge major firm for like 20 years. I mean, that is a long time, especially I think nowadays people go and not to say they hop a lot, but people don't always stay at a firm that long. And he really did. And for him to make a move because he truly wants to change tech innovation and be at a firm that's excited to do that. And I think that's exciting. So I'm I'm going to watch what happens at Allen and Overy. I'm going to see if they live up to the tech innovation dreams that they're trying to do and and what kind Kelby actually implements and makes happen there. And I think it's going to be really exciting stuff. So I'm excited. I just think there's a lot to come. And I think when it comes to e-discovery, it's new and yet not new anymore that the question always is the same, but what next? And that's what we're always waiting for. And now we're scratching, just scratching the surface, just like Kelby said. So um, if people want to scratch the surface on that tech pod, where should they go? They should check us out at www.thattechpod.com. The virtual reality session for that tech pod has not gone live yet, but it might one day. So let us know if that's something you're interested in. If you want to reach out to us for anything else, just to chat, to be on our show, to recommend someone for our show, to sponsor us, to ask us about anything in general, reach out to us directly at contact at thattechpod.com. Swing over to our LinkedIn slash that tech pod. Follow us on Twitter at that tech pod. And if you want a really easy way to support the pod, um, you can go to anywhere you're listening to this podcast, such as Apple podcast, um, and leave us a five star rating and review. We would love you forever. Forever. The Sandlot. Knew, knew, that, knew that was coming. <laughs> and thank you for clarifying where it's from. Pretty sure. Jenny, the Jet Rodriguez. Everybody Ooh, who has ever, ever. watched that. Actually, do you, he do you want that character more? didn't say that. Do you that want character didn't say that line, Laura. For no, I know it that was wasn't squints, the character, but obviously. Yeah. Okay, oh my god. Okay, Are you not... actually a Sandlot fan? <laughs> oh all right. my god. They're We're all gonna the go same. watch the Sandlot. The lines. Yeah, it is. Watch <laughs> the Sandlot with us, regroup, tell us how you feel with your PF flyers. Mm-hmm.